Hello, all. Warren Williams here with the May episode of our Chicago Partnership Health Promotion Garden Education Podcast Series. This episode will include a short clip by me and also an additional clip about soil, which I think you will enjoy, done by our co-host and fellow Earth Spirit, Dr. Akila Martin. So stay tuned for that. So let's get you going, getting out there in the sun, moving around, uh, growing food for yourself and your family and your neighbors or anybody else you got in mind. So again, Oren Williams here, Chicago Partnership for Health Promotion, which is a program out of the Office of Community Engagement and Neighborhood Health Partnerships at UIC. Thank you. Hello, all. Warren Williams here. I'm the Food Systems Coordinator for the Chicago Partnership for Health Promotion, a program of the Office of Community Engagement and Neighborhood Health Partnerships at UIC. So, here we are. It's May in Chicago, and while in April we had some warmer temperatures, you couldn't tell by the temperature today, and as I make this recording, it's the 10th of May in Chicago. And today the temperature was in the mid 40s, more like a March day than a May day. But it is time for excitement. We know from being here in Chicago, we can have really, really variable weather. So uh, it could be 80, it could be 65, it could be 45. Uh, but as you get closer to the end of the month and into June, uh, things start warming up quite a bit. So, you know, exciting time, May. So a lot of things to do. Get busy, get your tools cleaned up and uh, sharpened and all the stuff that you need to do. Get things cleaned out if you've got different things that need to be weeded, whatever the case may be. You know, those are the kind of things you can get done now. now. You can also begin to plant some things now. If you've got some cool weather crops, your kales and cabbages and collards and those sorts of things, you can get those out uh, if they've been hardened. And remember what we mean by hardening off. If you started seed indoors, and especially if they've been under artificial light, you need to... Uh, provide that hardening period so that they are able to uh, manage the change in light conditions and uh, cooler temperatures and wind and all of that. So you want to start that hardening process by giving them some time outdoors and every day you want to increase the time. Start with an hour, hour and a half or so. Uh, make sure they're not in direct sun and are kind of shielded from windy conditions and those sorts of things. And put a timer on, if you got one, and 
let him sit out there for an hour and a half, and then the next day, for a few more minutes, 15 to 30 more minutes, until they are fully acclimated and hardened, and then go ahead and get them transplanted. Many things you can start from seed now, particularly uh, hardier uh, plants like collard greens and kales and those sorts of things. If you've got uh, charred seed and spinach seed and those sorts of things, go ahead and plant up some containers or whatever system you're using, using raised beds, and feel free to go ahead and get some seed in. Again, Chicago can be tricky. So you get those things started and it gets really hot and it can do that. You know, we've seen 90 degree days in May and suddenly things that were doing well, your spinach or whatever the case may be, because of the cooler temperatures, suddenly they bolt, which means they go to seed. And also it means that once they start going to seed, uh, they may not taste as well as you would like for them to taste. They can get bitter and that sort of thing. So, again, but let's let's get going. Let's get things cleaned out. So, you know, our focus and our program is container vegetable gardening and fruit gardening, whatever the case may be, whatever you want to grow, herbs, fruit, vegetables. Uh, that's what we focus on, particularly the fabric grow bags. You can... Uh, reuse the soil from season to season. So you want to get out and empty those bags, and that's the easiest way to do it. And mix a little composted soil in and maybe a little bit more organic material into your grow bags and also get your fertilizers in. And we prefer that you use things that are safer such as organic granulated fertilizers, particularly as you get started and you move into the season, we'll talk to you more about other kinds of methods for fertilizing, like fish emulsions and um, worm casting teas and compost teas and that kind of stuff. So uh, different people have different preferences, and we will be bringing more guests on as well to talk about what their preferences are and how they proceed in terms of fertilizing. Don't forget with containers, um, you have to fertilize more and you have to water more than you would in a raised bed or in-ground system. Remember, if you're going to contemplate growing in-ground, what you want to do, you want to make sure you get your soil tested, particularly here in the city and particularly um, here in this part of the city. But all parts of the city, because um, Chicago, like many Rust Belt cities, had a lot of industrial activity in the past, and certainly a lot of that's declined as many of the jobs, and I won't get into it, but have moved overseas to places like China and Vietnam and different places. But So the contaminants may, uh, well, not even may, but contaminants are persistent, they persist in the environment, so you may find unhealthy levels of lead and cadmium and other kind of heavy metals, and there's places to test for that. Um, you can contact us about uh, getting more information about testing. Uh, we have a resource guide that we can give you and also 
we have connections to people that can give you guidance. And one of those people would be our co-host, Dr. Keela Martin, soil scientist, Dr. Keela Martin's soil enthusiast, Dr. Keela Martin. So she's a wealth of information and can point you to uh, a lab here in Chicago that does soil testing for uh, home gardeners for about $60 a test. So make sure your soil is safe for you to garden in. Otherwise, stick to our, our old standby fabric grow bags or some kind of container. And if you're going to use a bucket, make sure it's food grade. Use food grade buckets. And, uh, you know, there's other kinds of things you can use. You can certainly use clay pots and those sorts of things, but you have to be careful with those as the weather cools and it gets cold. If you want to use them again, you want to protect them from the freeze thaw cycle, uh, and which will cause them to break. There's other things you may be gifted. I know uh, I have been gifted over the years earth boxes and grow boxes, which are plastic uh, containers that people were going to discard or had uh, surplus or whatever the case may be. They gave them to us. So in addition to the fabric grow bags, which is 90% of what we do, we also use uh, a few buckets that were gifted to us as well and a few earth boxes and uh, grow boxes um, that were gifted to us. So we have a combination of containers that we use. And again, you want to refresh that soil, replace that soil if you need to. Um, If you are new to this, you're going to need to acquire soil. Yes, you can mix your own soil. Some people say it's cheaper. It depends. So... You kind of have to um, play around with that and see what's going on. Again, we can provide recipes for that. Uh, Also, of course, you can check the Internet for, and I would use keywords like um, potting soil for container mixtures or recipes, uh, container gardening, soil recipes, uh, those that kind of terminology, those kind of terms. So. I think in terms of that, you can certainly find uh, recipes for DIY potting soil for your containers. Uh, And again, that's another search term you can use. Um, If um, you need to, feel free to contact us and we will provide that information as we close out in terms of our email so that you can contact us and we can Um, give you information that we have about mixing your own soil. But if you're going to purchase a soil uh, and, you know, the typical places, the um, home stores, the big box stores, you know the names, and, of course, your garden centers, your hardware stores, like one near me, they have potting soil, not a wide variety, but uh, they they have some, some good varieties as well. So there's different sources for uh, getting the potting soil. I'm going to emphasize potting soil. You do not want to use topsoil or garden soil. Anything with that name is not what you want to use unless you're going to purchase that as part of the mixture 
that you're going to make for your potting soil. That would be one of the components. But if you want to buy something that's ready to go, you must get potting soil. It drains well. It's appropriate for containers. And so that's what you want to focus on. Toward the end of the month and into June, of course, you can start getting going with your warmer weather crops, your flowers, uh, and, and again, grow a variety of things. And even though we emphasize uh, green leafy vegetables because of their nutrient density or high nutritional value. But don't be deterred. Try some other things. Uh, for example, if you want to grow tomatoes and you're going to do containers, look for something that's called determinate varieties. And, of course, there's indeterminate varieties, which you can also grow, but they vine. And there are systems for doing that with tomato cages and other kind of structures that you can include in your grow bag. While we focus on uh, five-gallon grow bags, and we've certainly uh, grown uh, plenty of tomatoes in that size of grow bag because we uh, grow in uh, five-gallon grow bags tomatoes like um, grape tomatoes and other kind of small uh, kinds of edible. Of course, all tomatoes are edible, but um, smaller uh, varieties suitable for containers. But you can still grow in a little larger container, maybe 7, 10 gallons. And if you put in structures that allow your uh, indeterminate varieties to climb, then you can certainly do that as well. And I would recommend a 10-gallon, and or even a 7-gallon, but certainly a 10-gallon um, container or grow bag for uh, indeterminate varieties. And make sure that even with a small plant and you're just getting started, make sure that you uh, get that um, system in, your tomato cages or whatever you're going to use, you have some kind of trellis system, whatever you want to devise, make sure you get that in as you put your transplants in. So also it's time to get those peppers going and all the warm weather crops. So if you want to reach out, we also do classes for people on um, container gardening in particular, but we also cover some information about raised beds and also you can get more in-depth uh, information about getting your soil tested and where to go here in Chicago to do that if you if you take our class. And our classes are on Mondays at 1 p.m. and Thursdays at 10 p.m. So um, we can get you the link uh, and get you signed up for that. And we offer those classes on Zoom. So you'll need to uh, have the Zoom app on your phone or uh, download it to your computer, be it laptop or desktop, whatever the case may be. And make sure that your microphone, whether it's an external one or the one that you use that uh, comes with your computer, make sure that's activated, ready to go. Make sure your screen is on. So, uh, and make sure that you've got your speakers and all of your audio tuned to whatever device you're going to use, whether it's the computer 
or an external device, whatever the case may be, uh, headphones that you plug in, and uh, join us. And if you reach out and register for the class, we'll make sure you get the link and you're able to tune in on Mondays again at 1 p.m. and Thursdays at uh, 10 a.m. Those classes are available to people through the uh, middle of June, and then we'll resume uh, in the middle of July for people who want to do fall plantings and gardening to get you prepared for the fall season as well. So I'm going to stop here. Uh, We may have uh, more episodes for May. Depends on uh, the schedule of potential guests and the schedule of Dr. Keela Martin, a soil scientist. She may be available to do an episode around uh, soil and soil testing and that sort of thing as well. So uh, that depends on her schedule. But that's just kind of a checklist of what you need to do. If you have more questions, my email is O-R-R-I-N-W at U-I-C dot E-D-U. Again, O-R-R-I-N-W at U-I-C dot E-D-U. That's the best way to reach us. And we will respond to your email in 24 to 48 hours, certainly. But we'll try to get to it before that. Let us know what you need. You need more information. You want to join the class. You'd like to get an electronic version of the resource guide. Whatever the case may be, reach out to us so that we can get that to you. So, again, Orrin Williams here. Chicago Partnership for Health Promotion, where I'm the food systems coordinator. And uh, Chicago Partnership for Health Promotion, again, is a program out of the Office of Community Engagement and Neighborhood Health Partnerships at UIC. That's the University of Illinois at Chicago. Thank you for your day or night whenever you get and listen to us. We appreciate you and look forward to hearing from you. And we look forward to hearing about and seeing what kind of garden projects you're embarking upon here in 2021. Thank you. 